0: That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Ramey, you're listening to That Sober Guy podcast. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. If you're looking to quit or cut back on your drinking, we have one of the best 30-day alcohol-free challenges out there. It's helped hundreds of men all over the country quit drinking alcohol, become better fathers, better husbands, better leaders, better entrepreneurs. Sign up today and check out all of our other podcasts and resources by going to thatsoberguy.com. Also, follow us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. It's official, baby. It's officially 2024. So, Happy New Year to you. This is the first episode of the Sober Guy podcast in 2024, and the title today is Calm in the Chaos, Calm in the Chaos, and before we dive into that, I also want to let you know we have a lot of great guests lined up already on the books for upcoming episodes, so be sure to stay tuned weekly for that. So here's the question I proposed as I started to think about some of this and started to um, take some notes here for this episode. How do we stay calm? How do we stay faithful? How do we stay grounded in the midst of the chaos? The chaos of life. Um, Families, work. um, Crazy stuff going on in the world. Blasted with... News and just crap day in and day out that really has an effect on the way that we think, we feel, um, our overall health and wellness, mentally, physically, emotionally. So much stuff going on, a lot of frequencies, technology. Go down the list of all of the things that affect us. And it can sometimes feel so chaotic some days. And so how do we find a peace in that? How do we find calmness in that? And I wanted to start out today um, early on with a scripture to to really to kick off the new year. And I think it's going to be one that is really going to set the tone and be very, very relevant as we move forward this year. And it comes from John uh, chapter 16, verse 33. And Jesus says, I have told you these things. So that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. So when I think about that, when I read that, man, it hits hard because I do have such a struggle sometimes separating my flesh from my spirit. My flesh is the Shane Raymer that lives in this world and Has done a lot of dumb stuff in his life, and still says a lot of stupid stuff, and still does dumb stuff sometimes, and you know has fun sometimes, and sometimes loses his mind, and um, just the day-to-day grind, like in this world, on this planet, this little tiny ball spinning out in the middle of nowhere, in this universe, it's crazy when you think about it. When you really think about it, it's like, man, like what? Why are we here? Like, what are we doing here? I'm stuck in this world. And the separation of that comes in spirit. Who am I in God's eyes? Who am I in something higher? Who am I in my soul, way down inside? What, what is that? I feel it. I know it's there. I feel that it's separate than the flesh that wants me to do things and have thoughts and say things and think things and judge and be so critical of myself and others and it's two separate things and, and and I don't have to necessarily live in the flesh. I can live in the world and operate out of the spirit, out of peace, joy. I can operate now now I'm it's a lot easier said than done, obviously. <laughs> it's easy to sit up here and, and, and talk about it and say it. Actively doing it and pursuing it, whole whole nother thing, and there's a lot you know, to unpack behind that. And we're just going to kind of touch on a high level of it today. Um, But the peace that Jesus speaks of is not like worldly comfort. The peace that he's talking about in that is not, oh, I'm comfortable and all my bills are paid and I have the best car and the best house and all the greatest, nicest things and everything's good and my life is just amazing and And I'm not saying that stuff is bad or that you can't have that stuff or some of that stuff or all of that stuff or, you know, it's things, it's stuff. And let me just remind you, we don't take stuff with us when we leave this planet. So inevitably it's irrelevant at the end of the day. But the peace that Jesus speaks of is not all that. And it's not even necessarily happiness, actually. But it's a confident rest A rest in Him when we experience being able to set aside anxiety and trust God to work out His will for our lives. So, in other words, what is your plan for my life, God? How do I follow your lead, not Shane Raymer's lead? I'm not trying to drive the bus because every time I drive it, I end up going the wrong direction or I crash. Or, it it doesn't make sense. So here is a prayer we can try sometime, and it's real simple. And a lot of the times we think that when we pray or when we, um, when we meditate, or let's well, let's just specifically stick with prayer for a minute. Let's say when we're praying, we have to do these long drawn out prayers, and we need to pray for all the things and for the healing and the the job and all the things. And I am not saying necessarily there is anything wrong with that like my wife is like prayer warrior and she she styled it back a little bit i could see changes and we all change the seasons change sometimes right but i can remember a couple of years ago man her prayers were so long like they were just like for and dude they're powerful too so i'm not trying to take any anything away by any means but they're they're long you know and there's nothing wrong with that okay but i myself and more of the simplistic, I guess, type, where I just want it to be simple and I don't want to think about all that stuff sometimes. I want it to be real simple. And so here's the here's what I do, and here's what you can do, and you can try this sometime. It's real simple. God, show me my will and grant me the power to carry it out. Amen. <laughs> How simple is that? It's very, very simple. And you you hear some of that in a different very similar, but different context in the 12 step. But that prayer is so simple. I'm gonna say it again. God, show me my will and grant me the power to carry it out. Amen. So let's kind of unpack that real quick here. So God, something higher than me, whatever that is for you, love. Well, I don't know. It's Maybe it's different for you. Maybe you have a hard time with that. And that's okay. I just want you to know God loves you and he's waiting for you. So when you're ready, I promise he'll be there. God, show me my will. Show me my will. So you're in charge. Show me. Show me what that is. And then grant me, allow me, give me. Okay, so in other words, I'm not in control. I don't have the power. Grant me the power to carry it out. So show me my will. Grant me the power to carry it. It alleviates, it's total submission. It's total surrender. It alleviates any control that, that I have to have my hands and stuff. Now, I've had this conversation many times. I've talked about it on the podcast and take a quick drink. It doesn't mean when we say, and I used to ask my mentor um, buddy this often, hey, uh, Well, what is that? I don't get it. I'm just supposed to be powerless and just sit there and like, what? Then I just magically everything works out. I don't have to do anything. And it's like, no, that's not, it's not what what I'm saying here. It's not the point. We still have to do the next right thing. We have to take care of things. We have responsibilities. We have to work, pay bills, take care of our families. Um, We have all those things to do. But at the end of the day, all we can do is stay in the moment and do the next right thing and pray that God shows us the path. And he will only do that when we allow him to and we surrender and let go and not carry the weight of the world on our shoulders and know that we don't have to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders because it was already given to us when Jesus died on the cross, period. That was 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 given to us to, to redeem us and to allow us to not have to do that when we surrender. So let's let me, let me talk a little bit about how this kind of ties into today's um, message to calm into chaos. I really have a feeling that 2024 is going to be chaotic in a lot of different ways. Um, It's an election year. I mean, turn on the TV and you'll see all the bullshit from both sides, from Fox, from CNN, from MSNBC, from even some independent media sources that were once thought to be oh they're independent and what they all suck, okay. Especially the ones that are on the uh, on the television twenty four seven. So my first recommendation, I'm not saying you got to bury your head in the sand, but take all that crap with a grain of salt because it is all designed um, to mentally impair people. I'll just put it like that and and really mess with. Your emotions, the psych- there's a lot of psychology behind it, and it is um, it's not healthy to be intaking that stuff consistently. So that's one thing. Now the other side to that, just from a family perspective, and why I say I think it's going to be a bit chaotic. The economy is crazy right now. I'm sure everyone is seeing it or hearing about it or even feeling it in in a lot of different ways. The cost of everything has gone up, which means there's a lot of families that are struggling. Our current situation is definitely a lot different today than it was in the past couple of years. The cost of everything, the cost of living, the cost of having kids. um, You know, a lot of us are seeing... The costs go up, but our wages aren't increasing. So it makes it tough and stressful on a marriage and on your on your whole family trying to make things work. And at the end of the day, it's like, dude, we're all trying to do the best we can. Most people could could give two craps about all of the the, the the media circus going on. Just put it like that we just want to like take care of our families. We want to have a decent meal. We want to have um, a, a, a warm home to sleep in um, or a cool one. If you, if it's hot in the summertime where you live um, we want to have some fun with our, with our kids and create some good memories and spend time together with family and friends. And dude, I mean, we're, we're pretty simple human beings. I feel like at the end of the day, but there's so much that we are pressured to live up to and to, Um, live these certain lifestyles and be able to have these certain things to, to, to be seen as worthy. And, um, and I, I'd be a complete liar if I said, I didn't fall into a lot of that, especially even, you know, even in the last 10 years, since I gave up alcohol and kind of changed my life there from, for quite a few years, I really felt like I had to attain this, um, this certain status in order to to feel valued and feel like I was worthy and to feel um, Like I mattered You know, and I don't know if it's just the fact of i'm in my 40s now that like I I don't feel the same way that I did in my 30s Um, I don't know if it's just a, a growth thing a season change like where we're at with our kids, but I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> I I honestly don't what I care about is Being able to take care of my family, being able to um, have, just like I said, like the simple things, like I love sitting down with my family and having a good dinner together and being able to talk, catch up with the kids, catch up with my wife, like all coming together. You know, and so we do get to do a lot of those things and and I'm not, I hope I don't sound like I'm complaining. I'm not, I'm so grateful for a lot of the times that we have together and all the things that we get to do. We still have a a ton of fun. We got a new dog recently. And so that's been awesome. A little golden retriever. He's one, his name's Sonny. He's just the coolest dog, lots of walks and playing and man, just hanging and had some time off of work for the holidays. Obviously first, you know, first time back on the podcast for the new year. So it was great to take a break. But that said, it has felt to me in certain, certain aspects that life feels extra difficult some days. So whether it's your finances, your job, your marriage, your relationship, raising kids, um, I mean, literally just buying groceries and filling up your gas tank. I know that can be stressful. Like how do we keep the faith? How do we know that God's got us? And how do we know that, Everything is going to work out just, so, just how it's supposed to. How do we know that it's going to work out just how it's supposed to? And how do we, how do we know that we can do that and, and we can believe that without self-medicating with alcohol, with other substances, trying to escape? Because that is an easy way to escape. I get it. And I think I get it more now than I have ever. But I know this for a fact it's a short-term solution to a lifelong battle. And so, yes, I could I could choose right now to go down to the store and, and get a bottle of something to escape. And I'll tell you what, sometimes it's a thought. But I don't have to act on those thoughts, right? If that's you right now, you don't have to act on those thoughts because, yes, you're right, it'll solve it for today. Well, I should take that back. It won't solve it but it'll help you escape it. But then tomorrow will come. And what do you do again? It's a lifelong battle. So I really struggled a bit in the last couple of months with my attitude, my feelings, my thoughts. Um, and you know, I, gosh, I feel like I haven't opened up a bit on, on some of these podcasts lately. And, uh, you know, I used to, used to just talk about all kinds of stuff and i think in just the the, like i mentioned 2023 i think i mentioned that earlier if i didn't but it's it was just it was just kind of a crazy year um we had some friends very very close friends family really um, who just went through some just some of the most serious stuff you could possibly think of um and it's like it's it's crazy, you know, and with all of that and, and, and being a part of it and trying to help and, and just having to see our friends hurting and going through things that um, I never would wish on anybody. Man, dude, like attitude, feelings, thoughts, like, and then dealing with our own stuff, you know, just life in general. Like, man, it's like, I kind of had, like, I'll put it like this. I kind of had that attitude, like, what is it all for anyway? Like, that attitude, right? What, what is it all for? Like, who cares, you know? And, and well, first I'll ask, have you had that attitude before? I I, I bet nine out of ten of you have. Like, you've had that thought. Or the other one was, I'm just going to die anyway, who cares? <laughs> and I know that's terrible, and I, I'm laughing about it now because it's comedy when you get in that point. It's not comedy at the time, but when I look back on it now, I'm like, God, you're such, it's being a little like, baby, like, stop. But that's just, it just felt like that in that moment. I can't help it, you know? And so those aren't great attitudes to have. They're not great spots to be in. And it just it just kept feeling like every, like towards the end of this last year, everything just seemed so hard. Like, and, and one thing would happen, and then something else would happen, and then something else would happen, and then something else would happen. I'm just like, God, like, are you kidding me right now? Like, what? What is going on? Like grief and loss, um, you know. Gosh, we we had we've had a couple friends who are going like are already done with, and one currently going through just like a terrible divorce. And I'm not talking just like acquaintances. I'm talking like great friends of ours that we've known forever, and that we never would have thought would get divorced. And and the circumstances behind that, which I'm obviously not going to get into, are crazy. And I'm just like, wait, what? Who is that person? You know, and and then the grief and loss, like we, we had another very, very close friend, like lose their son and not only lose their son, but he was murdered. Like, how do you, and, and, you know, he was like, he was a great kid. And I, it's, it's just like, it still blows my mind. If that, that was in the end of June, you know, this last year. And gosh, it was just like, and then there, there was health issues with, with, Jess and there's health issues with some of our close family members. And then you add in the holidays rolled around and then like work and finances and parenting and marriage. And it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Oh man. I I hope that some of y'all can relate to this right now. It's just, you go, wow. Like, God, what are you doing? Like what's going on here? And so like through this like I you know I know I've done a ton of work on this like okay I'm you know I have a podcast and I do coaching and I work with people and I talk to a lot of people and I know how to get through this like that's like the the robotic answer and thought process right like so I'm like trying to do all the things right that I know that I'm supposed to do I'm praying I'm working out I'm reading I'm doing all the things and and just sometimes all the things they just don't, they don't do it. It's not working. I'm not feeling it. It's just a, it's a, it's a crazy spot to be in. And, and then you, you go back to that. Well, man, I, I should know this. Like I've trained for this. Like I've been, you know, I've done step studies and, and therapy and group sessions and one-on-one sessions. And, you know, I'm, I'm able to help other people and like, I can't even help myself right now. That's how you start, you start thinking about that stuff sometimes, like what's going on and it can be frustrating. And one of the biggest things that I think as I got kind of to the, to the tail end of that before, um, before my buddy Ray came out, which I'm going to talk about here in just a second, um, is like, I finally just, I stopped fighting it and I just accepted it and that was a huge moment and it was like, I can't control Like number one, I'm doing the best that I can right now. There's a lot going on and I'm doing the best I can to help other people and to help myself and to help my family out through this. And there's just things that I can't control and I have to accept that I'm here right now in this moment for some reason, I might not know what that is at that time, but I just need to accept it and sit in it and not be fearful of it because that's what it comes back to. I've talked about that a lot on here. When you see somebody who's going through something, they're angry, they're upset, um, they're scared. You know, go down the list of emotions that the anxiety-ridden, depression. Almost every time it comes back to fear. What are you scared of? What are you fearful of? Um, you know, and then when you when you can identify that, you can start to almost reverse engineer it and start to unload some of it and figure out, okay, I'm fearful that I'm going to lose my job and, you know, Oh wait, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of anxiety that I'm not going to be able to pay my bills this month or whatever. And I may angry about it or whatever. And okay. And then it's like, well, wait, like, well, I'm scared that I might lose my job. Well, why are you scared of that? Well, because this, that, and the other, but I haven't lost my job. I'm just scared of it. And so you start making these things up, and I'm just giving you an example here. I actually just got a new job, which is amazing. So there's a, a like another blessing that I'm just like, wow, like a like a promoted, and man, amen to that for the new year. That's a whole nother story. I'm going to get into that right now, but like man, I just want to. I'm throwing that in there because through all of this, there's a light at the end. Whatever you're going through, there's a light. I promise you. And it ain't like oh, the new jobs the 100% light. It's going to save everything, but. It's, it's another piece of the puzzle that is shining some light in a dark space some days when you're not feeling it. And I promise you, you will see that if you hold on. That's um, And I always think about that. I think it's Isaiah 9-2. Those who've walked in darkness um, have seen a great light or will see a great light. And so hang in there is what I'm saying. Like, there's good things to come. Everything's temporary. The good times and the bad times. They're all temporary. Um Okay. So anyway, so where, where am I going with this? So it's just been a lot. Now here's the kind of the transition spot. Okay. Earlier before Christmas. Um, and, and it just, it feels good to, to be back on the podcast today. Thank you. I had a lot of you guys hit me up, man. When's new podcast coming out, you know, guests and you know, what, like what's just excited, like excitement about it. And I just greatly appreciate that because, um, I do love doing this stuff and it's just, it's very helpful for me. I hope it's helpful for you. Um, and, uh, I have a great time doing it. So thank, thank you again. Um, you know, and I'm glad to be back today, but I gotta say it was nice to have a little bit of time off. So during that time off, my good buddy, Ray comes out from Texas and, uh, you know, Ray and I have known each other since the first grade. Um, and he's just been a great friend of mine for a forever, man. We played baseball together, grew up together as kids. Um, you know, he went off to college and uh, works for, you know, is a big finance guy and is doing really well for himself and is out in Texas and uh, got a, a couple of daughters and just doing, doing great for himself. Um, also is three years, I think sober or a little over three years. Um, you know, quit, quit drinking a couple of years ago and we were in a mastermind group together and he had that accountability and man, he's rolling on and he, he ain't looking back. Um, and that's been great. Now the, the, the thing with that is Ray had never been to, so he, so he comes out to, from Texas. We say, we're going to meet up. We're going to go, um, you know, we're going to get some breakfast. And, uh, he, I was going through all this. He didn't really know what was going on. I was feeling or stuff, you know, at home and whatever. And I said, you know, and actually Jess is the one who told me you need to go to a meeting. I think, <laughs> And I was like, you're right. So at the Alano club here in Vacaville, there's a great early morning, um, uh, sunrise meeting, 6 30 AM. And so I hit Ray up and I said, Hey bro, you know, I know we're meeting for breakfast around eight. I'm going to hit a meeting up at 6 30. I, re- I really need to, you know, to do that today and, uh, love it if you want to come, if not, no pressure, all good. I'll, I'll meet you at the breakfast spot. And, um, so he texts me back a little later. I'll be there. And I said, Oh man, that's awesome. I had a feeling it was his first meeting, but I wasn't sure. Um, but at the end afterwards, we got to chat a little bit and, um, and man, it was, it was great. Like it was everything that both of us needed, which was crazy. So we hit the early morning meeting. Um, and then we headed on over to our annual breakfast over at nations baby (laughs) (laughs) love some nations and who doesn't like nations by the way besides my wife and kids like the i'm like hey we have one that's not too far from our house and i'm like hey how about nations and everyone's like how about you shut up (laughs) how about no i mean come on so the only time that i really get to go there is when ray comes to town uh, it's like our annual meetup the last couple of years. And look, I know it's not the healthiest, but I could definitely think of worse options. Okay. So we hit the meeting and uh, you know, we go to Nation. And after he told me too, he said, Man, I felt like when you asked me to come to the meeting, you know, it's was, it was my first one. And I I I my first initial reaction was like, No, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I don't need that. And then he said he all of a sudden he just felt like something like telling him you need to go like you should go to that and so he did and i think he had a a really uh, good experience in it um and felt supported and felt like hey it's not as bad as i've heard because i hear that a lot from from people who um have heard things about 12-step you know about different meetings or groups or whatever and Dude, I'm sure some of them are right in some aspects, but all I'm saying is like you have to experience stuff for yourself and then make your own judgment on it. And um, most of the meetings I've been to have always been welcoming and they've been supportive. I've heard some great and funny, like honestly funny stories. Like I don't think you laugh, I, I laugh all the time in, in meetings. Um, and so it's just a great community. And, you know, we got to hang out, have some breakfast. And I realized like, man, like I had, I had really been kind of isolating myself a little bit going through a lot of this stuff. And, you know, I talked to, I do have, you know, my certain friends, um, you know, Seth, obviously I've talked to Seth a few times in in the last few months about stuff, but I just was trying to do a lot of the stuff on my own and just get through it on my own because I felt like I should be able to do that. And that's just not the case. And it's not the point either. It's not like I need to do it on my own. And that's just kind of that, like, that jackass, like, male mentality, I think sometimes, like, as we're a leader and we want to, you know, be in, like, be in control. And I don't think that that's a bad thing all the time. Like, we we are leaders and we do need to lead sons. But there's also sometimes that, man, we just need some help. We just need, like, a friend. We just need some community and, like, get back to the basics and 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 stop trying to do everything and control everything you know and so god knows when you need that and god knows i needed it and i needed god to send someone to pour into my into my cup because my cup was getting empty (laughs) and um he sent ray you know for our annual meetup here it is and it the, the timing was perfect You know, and the fact that it was Ray's first meeting and I got to help him a little bit and talk to him about some of the things that he was dealing with, some of the wins, some of the things that were a bit difficult, God helped me inadvertently in that process without me even having to do anything other than just talk to my friend and try to be there for him. So it's crazy how that happens. And I've seen it happen many, 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 many times when we get out of ourselves, get out of our own head. Um, So. What's the point to all this? You know, I was starting to get a little sideways in my attitude, in my gratitude. I wasn't feeling calm inside the chaos. And it's not like magic, okay? It wasn't like all of a sudden, the next day, everything was fixed and life was amazing. I mean, life is amazing. It should be amazing. We should make the best of it. You know, but there are still things that I had to deal with and I have to, you know, figure out. But what it did is it fixed my attitude immediately. And and that's what we need sometimes to endure. And that's all we need sometimes to find a calm in the chaos. We need um, God to to send someone to open our eyes to what we can't see. You know, And, and most importantly, we need to be open to recognizing that when God does send someone, you know, and know that we can lean on God and in any moment, we don't have to carry that weight. We don't have to carry that burden on our shoulders. You know, I can remember, I can remember back, you know, to the the first moment, the first time that I fully admitted uh, that my drinking was an issue and that I needed some help. And I can remember sitting there in that restaurant and I just drank my last drink. It was a stiff one. I think it was just straight. Um, But I remember telling Jess, like, hey, I need, like, here's what's been going on. I can't stop, and I need some help. And I can, I literally remember just, just feeling weight just be lifted off my shoulders. I, I could feel it. It was so relieving in that moment. You know, and I knew it was a long road ahead, but I wasn't trying to carry that anymore. I gave it to God in that moment. Here you go. You know, and and that's that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to give him all the stuff because at the end of the day, you know, we're not capable of 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 handling all that in this like flesh worldly realm, if that makes sense. And I know it's like I even hear myself say it sometimes and I'm like, God, that sounds kind of weird. And it does, it does sound kind of weird sometimes, but I just, just think about this. Think about the difference between the flesh, like the things that your mind wants you to do and, and, and wants you to think and say and feel. And, and then think about the times, like when your spirit gets involved in that and it's like your moral compass comes to life and you go, I don't know about that. That doesn't feel right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to drink. don't want to go back to that you know and, and some would argue that it's the the good angel and the bad angel or however whatever context you want to put it the good side the bad side the evil side the good side you know and i believe we all possess that to some extent you know but god did give us free will and we have to choose on what path we're going to take and in all of that he's there for us so um, before we wrap this up today, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's podcast. First one of the year. Um, and um, I want to just uh, leave a few, a few tips. So three tips to finding calm in the chaos. And, and they're pretty simple. Um, you know, number one community. So like, what is your, what does your community look like? Do you have someone like Ray is to me? Like Ray came out this time or Seth is or my buddy, Josh, or my buddy, Justin, or, Like my buddy, Matt, like I have a lot of different dudes that I can lean on or call or talk to, you know, in, in those moments, in those times, if, if I need to bounce ideas off, if I need support, um, you know, and then beyond that, there's a lot of different groups. You have 12 step groups. We have church groups. We have men's groups. We have our men's, um, locals group, the sober guy men's group on locals you know, a lot of great dudes in there. Shout out to all those, all my buddies in there. Like you guys are doing awesome. And I really appreciate, you know, just being a part of that with you guys. So keep posting. If you're not in there, join. Like that's a great group to get started on. It's just digital. It's like, it's kind of like, um, uh, Patreon meets, uh, a Facebook group or whatever, but it's not Facebook. Cause I'm not a fan, but it's great. So what, like, what community do you have though? And then, you know, the other one with that, I wanted to, to mention this too. Like Jess and I, we're starting a a marriage group, not starting one ourselves. So I don't have the capacity for that, but we're joining one, up, um, and, uh, it's called intimate encounters and it's through our church and it's like a nine month study and it just, it's, it's community, it's other, it's other married couples working on things. It doesn't mean like, Oh, your marriage is in the tank. Like it, it just means like, it doesn't mean that it's not, you know, some, some challenges there too. There is, but it's marriage. I mean, it, it's it's difficult sometimes. You have two people trying to like live out this life together. It doesn't matter how long you've known each other or how great your marriage is or has been. You know, at one point, there's always gonna be ups and downs. And if you're not constantly working on that, man, it could go south real quick. So like, that's just another, I'm just trying to give an example of community, you know, like for us. Like, hey, we're gonna do this. It's a long commitment, to be honest. I, I didn't want to do it at first just because it is a commitment. It's, you know, one day a week, but I also know that how important it is, how important our marriage is, how important our marriage is for our kids to see us, mo- mom and dad together, united, working together under God, like as a, a, a family, like we want that covering of God over our family. And for Jess and I, we have things we got to work on individually together for sure. Communication. I mean, it's a lot. You know, so that's another example. Like what's your community? Like what where where are you at? Like what are you um you know, what resources do you have? And we have a we have a bunch of them on sober guy at soberguy.com. And I'm sure there's all kinds in your own community, in your church, your 12 steps. Um, there's plenty of stuff on social media and podcasts you can find. I mean, everyone has something now, it feels like. Um, so just find somewhere, something, somebody, some group to, um, you know, to, to be a part of, and, um, that's going to help immensely to finding some calm in the chaos and having some resources. Um, number two, prayer and meditation. Like, what does that look like daily for you? What does your prayer and meditation game look like when you're thinking meditation? It doesn't mean you need to sit there in silence on a pillow with your legs crossed and your hands in the air for 30 minutes. I know that's what a lot of people think it's, it's, it could be two minutes It could be five minutes. It could be 30 seconds, really. I mean, sitting in a calm place um, and relaxing and just letting your mind be at ease just the way it is, just where you are, just in that moment, being in that moment can really help. Um, You know, prayer for me is a big one. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, that prayer doesn't have to be long and drawn out. It can be if that's what you're going for, but it doesn't have to be. It can be short and sweet and it can be a complete surrender. God, show me my will and grant me the power to carry it out. Amen. That's it. Because what that does, it activates something in your spirit that gives you the ability to completely surrender in that moment and know that you're not in control. And that, to me, brings peace. That is what brings the peace is knowing that I'm doing all I can right now and I'm just going to do the next right thing. And that leads into the number third one or the three, the third one, <laughs> surrender. Like realizing I'm not in control of most of those circumstances, um, and that means from a global perspective, all the crap we see on the news and the this and the that and the election coming up and man, dude, like trust me, yep. I could go on for that. that's that would be a whole different podcast. I tried that on this podcast, it doesn't work because I want to help people quit drinking and become better people, but. Dude, there is so much stuff on that that you can get wrapped up in, and get angry about, it on on you know all sides of it and this that it's the Hegelian dialect. It'll it'll keep us arguing forever, because there's it's designed to not have a specific outcome. It's designed to divide us and conquer us. And I don't, I'm not falling into that trap. I fell into it before. I ain't falling into it again. And so I w- I would encourage you. You know, listening. If if there's if you have if that bothers you, if there's things out there, trust me, I get it. And there's a lot of things that are adding up. They don't seem right. They seem weird. They're off. Um, they're not. You know, it's it's just. I don't know. I'm just gonna stop right there. But I'm, I I want to tell you that um, we're not in control of that stuff for the most part. And there's not a whole lot that we can do in the moment. And so we shouldn't be letting it ruin our days and be pissed off about it and be taking it out because that's exactly what it's designed to do. I can promise you that. (laughs) So, you know, and I'm also just to be clear, I'm not saying bury our heads in the sand. Not what I'm saying at all, you know, but we have to be careful on what we allow in because what comes in eventually comes out. Right. So we need to be real careful about that. Um, all right, we're going to wrap this up in Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So Jesus makes this claim, and now he makes this amazing offer uh, to all who listen to him. If you're struggling and tired, I can give you relief. Jesus can give you relief. So we're going to end on that. If you want to quit drinking, um if you have more questions about God, like I, like I said, I don't have all the answers, but I, I will do my best. And I have some great pastor friends who I could refer um, you know, to any, anybody too who would be interested in that. Um, you can also go to thatsoberguide.com and click on the contact button. And send me a message. Um, I'd love to connect with you and uh, hear what you're up to, hear any ideas. Um, if you want to try the 30-Day Quit Drinking Dude Challenge, you can find that there. If you're looking for coaching, you can find that there as well. Lots of podcasts and plenty of more resources. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean.